now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 166 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, and my voice cracked like I was 166. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's too many sisters in a row there. Uh, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Pop Pop, Stack Guy Ryan. up? I got to say, I'm happy it's over. My mic on? Yeah. It's Are on. You? I'm Honestly, I'm kind of happy it's over, too, because... A lot of pressure for you. Yeah, it was, because I, I mean, I didn't... I, I knew I was going to do it. I just wasn't sure how I was going to do it, but I did it. Speaking of punch in the and face, I got to say this to Christian. I'm going to end it with a compliment, so just hang in there. Oh, here we go. I was trying to do something for us, for the show, and I needed to find a good picture of you, like, looking in the camera. And so I'm scrolling through, and I got to say two things. One, you have a, you want to talk about punchable face? You have a very fucking punchable face. Mm-hmm. I wanted to punch you. In every picture that I looked at. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to compliment you. Okay, here we go. You lost a lot of weight. No, I really didn't. No, you really did. Since when? Since, I mean, I don't know. You did. You look good. What's the time reference here? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You you got big again, remember? Big You now. look good. No, you look good. I got to say. Well, I've been working. I've been back working out three weeks. I don't think I've really lost much of anything so far. Although I did some try workouts today. So you look I like you lost a little muscle. Am I looking yeah. to swole? Yeah, you look like good. you lost a little muscle. I did. I lost a lot of muscle. I didn't work out for almost nearly an entire year. No, you look good, though, man. I, I got to uh, say. All right, thank you. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm going to start. I'm going to start getting motivated now. Well. I want to lose a good amount of weight by our event on July 11th at the stadium. I'll tell you, uh, you know, let's get real for a second here because we're going to spend probably the next hour. Uh, and I was actually going to come out with a request today. That not that I to leave us a five star rating and review. Yeah, that also, please, and subscribe to the show on YouTube. It's not that I don't like the uh, the cursing on the show because I think okay it flows. Can but I cut listen, you off? listen, 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 listen. Right. I just wanted to hear a a clean show and see how it sounded. But then when these clips, when we were putting these clips together, yeah. I was like, there is no <laughs> possible way. I will say this that though. we're gonna get through this show. Without every, losing our minds. Every time I curse, it is truly just natural. But after listening to the last couple episodes, I do have to try and hone it in a little bit. Because yeah, that's too much. Though, a bit, a bit because much. I because I do just curse a lot in life. But it it's too much on the show. So I'm going to try and hone it in. There's Can't promise anything. Well, I'm, di- I'm distracted because there's a clip of Rocky on, on Ryan's computer Jesus. right now. So, uh, Christian, do I have to You've scroll down? You've seen it four million times. I can't scroll down. It's stuck so, there. Um... But this episode, I can't make any promises yet because of these clips. I'm so, we talked about this. We texted about it. I tried to stay away from all this bullshit, like the the Astros apologies. I just read everything that was said. But putting these clips together and listening is just a whole different emotion. Yeah, Hearing the words come out of their mouth is just seriously, it's it's frustrating. So I can't promise you anything all right so all right. you were saying you want to you want to get motive what you gotta find this is what what woke me up my daughter's gonna be born you're in woke just a, I, I'm, no i'm not woke i'm definitely not woke trust me i don't want to claim to be you just woke up i just woke up and okay. i said to myself you're gonna be that dad 
Yeah. You're going to be that dad? And I said to myself, I can't. I can't do that. And I know that I'll never be, not that I was ever like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like top fitness guy, but I was a five to six day a week mm-hmm. in the gym, worked out, ate well. Yeah, but you took way too many pictures in the gym. You were you were way you were too focused on the picture. I think no, no, no. See, a lot of your Instagram pictures at the gym. No, see, see, you are misconstruing why I did that. That was for accountability. That was not motivation. That, okay. that was for accountability for okay. myself, not for anybody else. Plus, I have I had like eight followers on Instagram. So you're credible, like uh, like Correa and all those guys. Uh, so now you claim to compare be. me to Carlos Correa now. Is that what you're going to do? Because I, will, I can't, I could, I wouldn't compare my worst enemy to Carlos Correa right now. So basically, to to wrap this up here, you got to find, you got three kids downstairs. Yes. My blood pressure is so good, though, man. Was that doing anything? Isn't that like the biggest trigger? It's a part of it, but there's other factors really? that play into health. Yeah. So maybe I'm just using that as an excuse yeah. to I mean, seriously. I'm fat, but my blood pressure is. When I go to the doctor and they take my blood pressure, they're like, "Can you do that again?" Because they, they just think it's an error or something. They're like, wow, that's impossible. You, you got a good blood. You got to look at those three kids downstairs and be like, "Listen, I'm, you're right. I got to do this for you." What I about gotta, my wife too? Think my wife wants to be near this? And she also, claims she does, but do, I wouldn't want to be. You do for yourself too, I think. Yeah, definitely most for myself. This is where you have to be a little selfish, I think, in life. Losing weight, you want to feel good. You feel good. You act good. Right? Yeah, it totally changes. Changes your, your life. Your I feel like shit. I feel like a slob. Yeah, I have. I've been slacking off, eating poorly, you know? and not working out like I used to. And I've got to say, my general outlook and attitude towards things has been better since I started working yeah, out. Yeah, it, it does something. And also, since your wife's been pregnant, you've been at like you have a heart now. You're like a very. I really don't you like look that at, about you, myself, to be honest with why? you. I'm like I, I'm like. Um, like I get emotional about things, like, and I don't like that. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to have compassion. You're actually you're empathetic right now. I don't want to have compassion towards people. I know. I hate most people, but I get what you're saying. It's a good thing, though. You got to embrace it. Feel sister, your feelings. I say it all the time. Asked me to be Godfather to. Did her. you cry? I. You know what? I didn't because I was so surprised. Wow. Did you cry after? No, like no, by no. yourself? No, I didn't cry. Alone in a room with I candles. Because I, I really didn't expect it to be honest with you. And really? I, yeah. No, I didn't. I don't know why. I just I just don't ever anticipate people wanting to bestow those types of honors on me. So I just didn't anticipate it. You're and, humble. And I was... Uh, Come off like a cocky fuck, but you're humble. I was sitting... I was at my mother's house, and she came over with the baby, and I was holding him, and she goes, oh, he wants to give you something. I'm like... He's a it, fucking baby. I was like, I was like, what is this? And like, they're, my mother and my sister are looking at me like, are you that stupid? And then I opened it, and then it was like, it's like, will you be my godfather? And I'm like, I was just like stunned. So you know what now? Whenever you're around them, you have to you have to get godfather apparel, and you got to talk like uh, Don Corleone. You know how he did that? He put marbles in his mouth. And cotton swaps. And dip. I don't think he dipped. Mm, You'd be surprised. But I've been... We'll just say this before we get into the whole Astros things because, you know, I've been trying, I've been kind of noting some of my fitness achievements on Twitter uh, and people are, you know, and it's it's not to be braggy or anything. Dude, I ran a mile in 13 minutes the other night. Like, that's not, there's nothing to brag Backwards? That's what I'm saying. There's nothing, it's not anything to brag about, but. I could do a quarter mile in 13 probably right now. But people say, 
you know, you've been out of, you've been out of it so long. You got what is going to bring me back? You have to just look in the mirror and find what is going to motivate you. You know you. what it is, and not to not to fluff the show up too much right now. It's for me. It's time. It's just time. I come home from you know my whole day, and I come home and I have three kids, a wife that's been going crazy all day. I don't. I can't find time, and I don't like to wake up early. I stay up late. So that's when you do Maybe it. Maybe late at night. Yeah. Do what I did. I but if you, I'm running you, around at like you, two uh, in the morning, if, I'm going to get arrested. When you're doing work up here, get like a little exercise bike or something. Throw it in the corner. Boom. When you're working on stuff, you just have it uh, have it right out with you. Bada bing. Love I, it. I didn't. I don't have time. I don't actually have time to go to the gym anymore. So I invested in equipment for the house. Yeah, at home shit. That's the way to go. When, when you're right, I like this. Time. We'll talk about this more yeah. later. Okay. So off here. Uh, okay. So that's like. The public service announcement for today. You got to find your motivation. What is going mm-hmm. to motivate you to be a better person? Because the Houston Astros clearly have not found no. a motivation to be better people. That's actually made them worse. Definitely, they're doing the opposite of apologizing. What they be. Has you're right. Apologizing for this scandal has actually made them more hateable than they previously were See, if that was even possible 100%. i tweeted this out right tweeted. i tweeted. tweeted and it's the goddamn truth okay when you're apologizing for something like this you are not speaking to your fan base sure you can apologize to them too but you're not playing to your fan base right because now they don't care you have a loyal fan base they're going to support you no matter what do you know that you national fans are boycotting buffalo wild wings why because uh, one of the s- Premier League teams was caught cheating or something, and they got like a heavy punishment. And B Dub's Twitter really quote tweeted it and said, "That's how you punish cheaters." <laughs> yeah. yeah so tweet that. Yeah. That's so here Manchester out, right? City was banned from uh, Champions League for two seasons and fined thirty million dollar thirty million euros for. Something and then Buffalo Wild Wings Twitter quote tweeted and said, "That's how you punish a team yes. that cheats." And now that's Houston, how you punish a team that and cheats. And Houston Astro fans have lost their minds and now they're boycotting Buffalo Wild Wings, burning gift cards. So there you go. They they're loyal to the Astros no matter what, right? When you have Jose Altuve, and I read this, I think it was Altuve finishing his apology with, "And we will be back in the World Series." We don't want to hear that. It's I not relevant. It, if you are good for you. Great, whatever, but that's not what this is about. You are not trying to hype up your own fan base. You are not trying to justify what you did. An apology does not end with a justification. A genuine apology is that you are truly remorseful for what you did. And you did not even get an ounce of that from anyone who spoke. Well, you thought you did. You, you thought, thought you, you did. did. Mm-hmm. Right. From one, I, thought, I from, said it with Carlos Correa. Remember, I texted one, you guys. And I knew he was too much it, of a scumbag It seemed like it might that. have been genuine. Yeah. I take that back. You know who didn't speak? And I, and I actually think if he... And maybe he did. I just didn't hear it. He just seems like a very genuine guy. And I told you I watched a special on him, uh, Springer. Did he have any quotes? He did. He spoke, but I don't. It was nothing. He just seems like a very good guy, humble guy. He has a speech impediment. He, he works with the kids. One bailing out Beltron. How it's not all. No, on that's Beltran. Correa. That was Correa. Yeah, yeah, we have that clip. Yeah. I, so we're gonna do something a little bit different today. It's gonna be fun, actually. Stick uh, with there's us. a lot of audio that we're actually gonna play from various press conferences throughout the week. 
uh, and we're going to react to it. This is something I think we should do a little bit more often. Absolutely. We're going to start cutting some audio for the show uh, when it when it's uh, necessary. Uh, we're going to have comments from not only uh, Jim Jackass Crane and... Uh, Hate his guts now. Alex the Douchebag Bregman and... Uh, Correa, obviously. Altuve. Correa, Altuve. We'll hear from Cole. Garrett. Garrett Cole, baby! Oh, yeah. Check out this shirt, man. Holy shit. Be like like everyone else right now. NYYSportsTalk.com. Go to shop. Get the shirt. Chris was supposed to put up a code for everybody. I know. I know. I will do it this week. I promise. I got a little crazy last week. I got a little crazy. And... We will be dropping a new shirt this on week. Monday. On Monday, it's gonna be phenomenal. Boom, boom. You know that Adam called the the uh, inspiration for this shirt. Uh, he bought he, one. Did he? No. Is he gonna wear it to the ring tomorrow night? He's got a huge match versus Tommaso Ciampa tomorrow I am. night. Yeah, we're recording on Saturday night, so I can be home and watch NXT Takeover tomorrow. I'll see our boy Adam Cole face Tommaso Ciampa nice. for the title. Okay. All right, let's get into shit before we start losing people. <sighs> People like to get lost. They get lost in Ryan's. Are eyes. we going to do the the rules first before we get into? No, this? Let's just do this, bro. You want to just get into the shit just first? Get, just get in. Let's de- let's dive deep into the shit. First. All right. So you like my setup here of of my timeline of everything and how how's it going? Re- we're gonna well we'll start with Crane. I think that was like the I think Jim Crane's comments were really what sparked everything from there, and I think it set the tone. Okay. Okay. This is the owner of the Houston Astros speaking on Apology Day or whatever day it was. Apology Day. I like Apology that. Day. Apology Day. You know, our opinion is, uh, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Did you say you feel like this didn't impact the game? No. Nope. And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. <laughs> Basically... You know, as the commissioner said in his report, he's not going to go backwards. Um, it's hard to, to determine how it impacted the game, if it impacted the game, and that's what we're going to leave. Okay. We talked about this before we came on air. Christian did make a point a few weeks ago that this wasn't as bad as some other scandals because you can't quantify it. You can't put, you know, the value of what they did the impact of it, I like that, Ryan. Ryan's got impact up on Google. Um, I just want to understand what the of word how means. how much it impacted and influenced the game one way or the other. However, again, not the time to justify or make excuses for what happened. Okay, while I stand by that, that you cannot actually quantify how much of an impact this had on specific games and them actually winning the World Series. The fact that they went through the lengths that they did to do this obviously benefited them in some friggin' way. So I didn't put this clip in, but then someone said, well, why are you apologizing then? And he said, well, because broke the rules. rules. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know what? And I tweeted this out also the other uh, yesterday. Now, Jim Crane to me, at first I was like, you know what? Jim Crane did the right thing. He fired Lunau. He fired uh, Hinch. Guess what? Now he's just a coward to me. Now he just did that for what? Why fire them and then sit in front of a camera and say, but, you know, it didn't really impact the game. If it didn't really impact the game, why did you get rid of one of the game's best managers? Why? And I'm telling you right now, here's where we're going to start to find out more 
about all this. I'm telling you right now, if you listen to Hinch's interview with, uh, who was it? Yeah, it was on MLB Network. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, was it Verducci? Yes, or? Verducci. If you listen to that interview, he, it truly seems like you're listening to a guy I got who, a hideous pimple on my face. And that's it's, okay. It's really bothering me seeing it you, It truly sounds like you're listening to a guy who know, who knows he's getting his job back in a year. And he's he's being protective of the team. He's watching what he says. If the Astros then go and write him off, you might hear a lot more come out of A.J. Hinch. It's It was so obvious. I mean... To me, it seemed obvious that they were plan. They all planted the seeds to bring Hinch back when they only gave Dusty Baker a one-year deal. He's a placeholder right now. That's all he is. Ask me if I've ever done steroids. Have you ever done steroids? No, never. Ask me if I've ever done. Ask steroids. Me, wait, hold on. Ask me if I've ever done steroids again. Have you ever done steroids? Well, I can't say that I have or haven't. Um, my friends have investigated it, and they never found any needles in my house. So. Everything was cleared. Which one of those sounds like I definitely didn't do steroids? The first one. Okay. So when he's asked about the buzzers, all he had to say was... Buzz. All he had to say was no. That never happened. Not under my watch. I didn't... If if it did, I truly know nothing about it. Instead, he's like, well... We got investigated for three months. The commissioner's office did as thorough of an investigation as anyone could imagine was possible... I know you mentioned about the emails and the texts and the messages and I, I well, whatever. He, he basically said that they did their investigation and, and they found what they found. Right. Which is, I said this about Altuve saying the same thing. So for me, it's just like, and then he comes out, this is the worst part. He comes out the next day to justify his answer and says, no, they, they were never that. And Maggie Gray made this point on the fan. What happened in a day that all of a sudden you're so matter of fact and you know for sure that buzzers weren't used? What happened in a day that now all of a sudden you're so confident that they weren't? This whole thing is shady, man. It's not just the it's not just the smugness anymore. It's not just the cockiness. It's no. that it's, it's truly, not even the act itself at this point. It's just truly there's so much being hidden. Yeah. Throughout everything. You can tell we're involved. not stupid. There's so much more to be told at this point. You want to go uh, We'll go into Cashman. And- I, I just, I just, you own the team, bro. Like you, you have to be the most contrite out of anybody. Yes, it's your team. And you started off on on the right path. You fired the two guys who were supposed to make sure that this shit didn't happen. I will not stand for this. This will not happen as long as I Absolutely. own this team. Boom. That's it. Shut your mouth and go away. And this actually and then- goes back to what I, what my theory. That MLB needed everyone to, everyone involved in this gone so that they can get their bet money and from all the gambling and shit like that and to clear it all out. Because that's truly all this was at this point was just a show. You fired Hinch and Lou now for, for show. Because you wouldn't be sitting here saying, oh, it didn't really impact the game. Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Like literally 13 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of 13. A-Rod buying the Mets. Mm, we might have to get into that a little later. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> where, where do you want to go next here? So now, so Lunau says that, and then Cashman and oh, Boone. Ash, no. I'm uh, not Lou, Sorry. Jim Crane says that. Cashman and Boone are asked about it. We have a couple clips of that now of their response to what uh, Crane said. Aaron Boone. Booner. Um, I definitely think it had an effect on, on things without question. We're you know, certainly 
the Houston Astros were dealing with a distinct advantage more so than, than their opponents. That's a fact. So I don't think anybody can disagree with that, even though they may try. So. Well, you know, they knew okay. about it. I mean, oh. I think that's 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 quite a stretch. I think um, you know clearly on what level did it impact things. You know, I guess we'll never know, and, and that's for people to draw their own conclusions on. But I think clearly, when we're talking about some of the things that that went on, those those things have an effect on 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 games. Clearly, and that's pretty so, much what I've been saying is that you you can't really know how it affected games, but it it did something. You don't go to these measures for something that doesn't do anything. For was you. Cashman Why were you on doing a, it? Was Cashman on a tarmac when he was? No, nah, they, um, they didn't. Know, people, were, uh, I was watch, trying to watch a couple of different clips of it to get the better audio, and people were just kind of they were scattered around recording with their cell phones, so there was really no great audio of it. Um, you know, first thing I'll say about Boone this whole entire week, whether it be about the cheating or anything else, you know. You you ask yourself why Boone was hired when he was hired a, a couple years ago. These answers he gives are just such a big part of it. The way he answers questions, he's he's true, he's raw, he's genuine, but he knows where to appropriately kind of hone it in. And that's my word today, by the way. I said it four hundred times. I've said it like all day today notice. for some reason. Um, I I think this whole week just shows the character Boone beyond a manager of the team also. And then then he says stuff like that. What was the other clip he sent today that he did? Uh, Oh, uh, someone asked about Cole and he said, who? "Who?" (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, I tweeted the video of him saying, stop yelling. People were like, Oh, there were people who were like up in arms about it. Like, Oh, that's disrespectful. And I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, disrespectful to who? Like, to, on, as a major league manager to act like oh, that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Conference. It's really terrible. It's going to ruin the like, sport. I'm like, dude, the guy, I mean, the guy's showing a little personality in spring training. Like, you know, he doesn't have to walk around with a stick up his ass all the time. Yeah. So in the next clip, and, and obviously Cashman and, and Boone were to the point, they're not looking for some apology where they have a written apology from the Astros. All they were hoping for was what everyone else was hoping for, for them to just own up to Accountability. it. Accountability. That's it. And they didn't. Yep. But then the next clip here, we have Cole being asked what he knew and if he had to talk with the teammates, which is what we talked about Dan, with uh, Dan Federico a few weeks ago. Would Cole have to kind of Ryan was on clear the air? That week. Yeah, we, we said that with Dan. Like I asked, what, do you think Cole feels like he has to clear the air with any guys? And that was actually asked in this clip. That's what he's responding to uh, in this next clip. Garrett, Garrett Cole. Cole, baby. Uh, I haven't gotten any vibes like that. I mean, certainly, uh, um, you know, these are my teammates, so we'll have many conversations along the way. And if that happens to be one of them, I mean, I, I'll just give them an honest answer, which is you know, I, I had no idea of any of it going on and I didn't see any of it. And and so um, you know, I, I don't certainly really don't think I have much to apologize for. So, All right, let's take this from this perspective. A, if he's lying and he knew that stuff was going on in the last two years, do you care that he just lied and said he didn't know anything? I kind of do a little, but you also don't know at this point what he's being told to say. If he is holding back, would it be different if he weren't, if he, let's just say Garrett Cole never got signed 
and he's being asked this at a press conference. If he did know things, would he be able to say it? I truly, from what we've heard about Garrett Cole, Joe Rivera, who is very close to the scene on all of this, talks about what a stand-up... Joe Rivera's birthday today. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Every Joe. to him. Uh, you know, talked about what a stand-up guy Garrett Cole is, and he sounded extremely genuine, which kind of takes me to another point. He was asked about the buzzers also, and he said, he said absolutely not. I mean, to his knowledge, none of that was going on. And you know what? You got to take that... For what it is, if we're if we're gonna sit here and say Cole's a stand up guy, he's our guy, we believe him, then you gotta believe him. And, and maybe maybe there wasn't buzzers. I don't I don't really know, but right now I'm gonna give Garrett Cole the benefit of the doubt because he seems like a genuine person. I don't I didn't believe what he was saying, but really I I didn't I don't really care because one he wasn't a part of that 2017 Astros yeah team. that's the biggest and another one is the fact that well since he wasn't a part of that team then he doesn't have to speak for those actions that they're being grilled for and he's got to move on and prep for this season yeah, where absolutely. they don't have that luxury he wasn't truly on that roster yeah he was on it post the cheating scandal but since well, now, now he's on the Yankees and he's got to focus on on being their age do you think if more shit comes out that they were clearly cheating in 18 and 19 that the Astros could get spiteful and be like, yeah, well, all the pitchers knew about it. Cole knew about it. Oh, and he yeah. lied to you. Especially if there's like, suspensions this could, that come from this it. This shit could really, bl- this could blow up beyond what I we really think. Don't, I really don't care if he is lying because I, yeah, same. he just, he, he he's here. This is his, should be his focus now. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And do you really think guys are harboring resentment towards him in that clubhouse? And, I no. would, and if and, anyone was was doing their part, Especially in the, this past season, it was Garrett Cole. That guy, he had the best pitching performance. In and the I would, say, I would say I the mean, same like, thing really if he wasn't a like, Yankee. If he, if he was on another team, and he, and I actually took the time to hear what a genuine person he was. I'd say the same thing at this point. He's got to do what he's got to do now for his family, and he's moved on. He wasn't on the 2017 team, so if he is lying, you're right. I, I, and that goes back to my point of we don't know what is in place that he's just you know being told to hold back if he has to. I don't know. I mean, like, do you think Stan's going to walk in this week when he has to report and be like, yo, screw you, Cole. I know you're lying. You guys were up to some shit this no. in last year. No. I mean, oh. it makes us look biased, though, because he's on the Yankees. But really, if you just look at it, he wasn't on that 2017 team. Yeah. So why does he have to speak for it? Yeah, but I think they're trying to address they're it. going on be, because there is there an assumption around the league that they were doing stuff in the last two years as well. That's, right. So that's what people are asking him about. But like, is it his responsibility? Is that his responsibility? No. No. What's I his mean, responsibility? To pitch to for win the games and to win a championship. So, the New York so yeah, is it maybe if more info comes out and we we look back on this, does it shine him in the greatest light? And I no. really, I really hope that people took the time to not just focus on this, uh, all the questioning of the scandal and listen to what was it like a nine minute presser he had where he was kind of asked questions about him with his new teammates and yeah really good stuff just on uh, just every answer is yes just network is trying to unbelievable uh, put together uh sh- like a uh, little special with him and david Cohn oh down yeah talk pitching that's for like cool a half hour should, I, should be him he's just it. he's a young he's a young guy who has all the leadership qualities you'd you'd hope for he doesn't seem intimidated that he's new He's just like, look, I got to communicate as much as I possibly can, and mm-hmm. and in in turn, 
you know, start to fit in and be comfortable. And that's when he can kind of lead where he needs to lead and give his knowledge. He's the, one of the best pitchers in the game. Well, this is what people were saying yesterday that it, if the Astros were up to something, he had to have known because Garrett Cole is not the type of guy that goes and sits in the corner locker and nobody knows he's there, that he's very involved. He's a, you know, he, he likes to assimilate himself into the clubhouse. Yeah. So, which is big. You know the Yankees love that shit. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if he knew something. He knew something, and if he lied about it, he lied about it. But to me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know what I really not, issue. It's you know not, what I really like about Cole, and it again goes back to just him as a genuine person. When he talked about those guys, he he genuinely was saying, you know, they were my teammates. They messed up. He he wasn't he wasn't talking about them like they were some scummy people. He and, he and he had every right to if he really wanted to, but he didn't say anything like that. And I think that says a lot, too, on his end. But the next few clips we have now, and we'll I guess we'll bullshit after each one, is kind of the three big, uh, and I air quote here, apologies from Bregman, Altuve, and Correa. And then, of course, the big... The big... Uh, Splash with what Bellinger said, and we'll go into all that. But we'll start with uh, Bregman's Bregman's right. beautiful this was his only gesture the whole speech. Yeah, his beautiful hands handwritten apology. Which I asked my wife, I said hypothetically, if I cheated on you and you were giving me a chance to apologize, but I came to you with a written and you essay, had a month to prepare your apology. I had, I had too. a month, and I ha- and I had came to you with a written apology and read it off a piece of paper. Would uh, that seem genuine to you? And immediately looked down at the paper right after starting it. So yeah, there's none of it. Bre- well, uh, it actually blew away and I was like, oh man. Imagine. And then someone grabbed it. <laughs> Bregman did this? I didn't yeah. see the video. Yeah. All right. So here's Bregman. Bregman's bullshit apology. I have some brief remarks that I'd like to share with you. all So do I. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I am really sorry. No, you're not. I am really sorry. The choices. Choices. That were made. By my team, but not him. By the organization, and by me. Oh, so, okay. okay. I've learned from this. No, you haven't. And I hope to regain the trust of baseball fans. You're a douchebag. I would also like to thank the Astros fans Why? for all of their support. For being delusional assholes. We as a team are totally focused on moving forward. Can he only read three words at a time? Yeah. To the 2020 it's like season. A haiku. Thank you. It sounded like uh, Barack Obama sat with him uh, uh, today. The team. I apologize. Uh, we apologize. He was a great to team. the fans. You do an Obama impression? That was somewhat. Uh, uh, no, you you had a good I have Obama. To hear Pete. I haven't heard him in a while, so I can't. Uh, today. Garrett uh, Cole, I, I might be able to get a good impression of Cole. He sounds like a but he He had his breaks like Obama yeah. did. Yeah. That's how he Obama was, spoke. He was public speaking there. Exactly. That was a great public public speech. Wasn't a great fucking apology. Reading off a piece of paper. Because those moments require, in, in the sports world, that kind of moment. I'll, I'll reference how LeBron James handled the Kobe. I'd like to read a prepared Hold on. Hold on. When, <laughs> when LeBron gave that speech uh, when with Kobe, off the with, cuff. With Kobe he, he took the speech and he threw it away because he knew that moment wasn't going to be genuine with a speech in his hand, with a, with a piece of paper in right. his hand. He had to give it from the heart. And he knows as a leader of the sport, that he had to do his part. And then what does Bregman do? And and he's a leader of this sport, whether we like Absolutely. it or not. Absolutely. He is. What does he do? He he reads a, a brief statement. Can, fuck with that? Uh, can I can I do my Alex Bregman impersonation? Yeah, go for it. But you gotta put your hands like this, because that's oh, all he did. Well, he had it on a podium. Okay. Here, I'll yeah. hold it for you like the podium. Okay. okay. 
Uh, I'd like to repeat. I would like to read a statement. That I'm so sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> but I think we're being a little like, unfair at, because whether he wrote that or someone else wrote it for him. Somebody wrote it for him. He still sat in front of a camera and said what we did was wrong. And I'll give him at least credit for that. Okay. Was enough. it genuine? No. I give him zero Was credit. it genuine? No. Is he a fucking asshole? Yeah, I truly believe he is. I never liked him. But at least those words came out of his at mouth least it wasn't in attempt, front of a camera. And he didn't attempt to justify anything Very he did. Very poor attempt. And he thanked the support of, of his home crowd, which is what you're supposed to say through all of it, and not say, we're going to win this for you this year, but like everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him the credit in that, at least. Okay, here's a, here's a bit of Altuve's uh, apology now. That came right after Bregman. Yes. It's, it definitely, it's going to help us. You know, we are, yes, we are a baseball player. I don't think that's uh, We it, have right? a lot of stars here. We have a lot of great players here. But don't forget we are humans, you know, and, and life is about, you know, making mistakes and learn from that, you know. I guarantee you this is not going to happen again, you know. Yes, we made a mistake, we, you know, we, we did what we did, but that doesn't make us a bad person, you can, know. Can like, I, we're going to learn from this and we're going we're gonna to move forward. I don't care what he else has to say. They keep saying we made a mistake. No. That's that's not what. Yeah, he's no, that's what they're saying. But no, it's but just there. When you you phrase it like that, I made a mistake. Like if like, let's just say like, I punched you in the face one time, like just Ryan. one time, <clears throat> because and then I I could quantify that as a mistake because I did it once. I felt remorse for doing it one time, right? And that was it. But you, when you have systematic cheating where it goes on game after game after game after game and it's up in the hierarchy of the organization, that's not a mistake. I'm so, That's not a mistake. Each bang was a mistake. Think of it like this. You can't just go around saying yeah. we made a mistake. No, you didn't, dude. Here's, you cheated. You had a whole system in place to cheat. That's not a mistake. A mistake is... One game, you one did game, something. And one game. Like, you get pissed off. Like, Verlander gets pissed off beating somebody in the head. The guy has a concussion, never plays again. But I can, you can call that a mistake. You did it's it not one a mistake time. Anyway. If you're continuously doing something that you That's know is wrong. That's not a mistake. That's not a mistake. Right. It's not a mistake. You're doing something that you it's a decision. know is wrong. It's a decision. <laughs> a mistake is done by accident. Yeah. You're, you were deciding to continue to cheat. And here's something that I said today. But you and can even say, you know what, guys? We've made a decision to cheat. It was a mistake to do it that way. We did it. It was a mistake to do that it that That decision was day. a mistake. Yeah, the and decision. you did it again. That's act. no longer a mistake. It's here's, no longer a mistake at that point. Here's my point on everything, and here's where I think a lot more shit's going to continue to come out. Think of it this way. Whether this investigation proves that they were doing anything in 18 or 19, think of it this way. You, you, you just got accepted to college at your freshman year and you find a way to cheat. You find a way around the system. You cheat in all your classes. You get straight A's. You're at the top of your class. Sophomore year, are you, are you going to just stop doing that? No one knew about it. Maybe there was some talk, so maybe you have to adjust and get better and be a little more. But if it's not made a big deal at that moment, are you just going to all of a sudden stop cheating when it was so successful for you? 
Why would you stop? And especially what if you did stop and it's not working and then it's like, oh, maybe I need to cheat again. So you, right. you, you start it up again. Why would you stop at that point? There's no logical way you can sit here and tell me that they had any reason to stop doing this in 18 or 19. The only thing you can tell me is that they had reasons to adjust what they were doing and to get better at what they were doing. And really, I don't care what investigation is done or what comes out. There's no way you can sit here and tell me that they weren't cheating in the subsequent years. And I have every right to feel that way because they have no credibility. And that's what they don't understand. That's where Correa, when we get into the Correa shit, that's where he really bothers me. He thinks he's owed something. He sits in front of the camera and says, you can't tell me this. We can tell you whatever the fuck we want. That's our right now. When you want to be truly apologetic, you take everything that is said. And you suck it up and you just continue to apologize. Unless you're not truly sorry, which you can be the judge of that. It doesn't seem like you're truly sorry. Yeah. So now this is Correa apologizing and he's kind of, I guess he's asked about Beltron. Uh, Carlos Beltron. And he, um, he was very defensive for him. I guess it was being said like maybe Beltron was the veteran and he was, I don't want to scapegoat. Yeah, the best way to phrase it is like they were trying to imply that he was bullying the younger guys. No, and, that's exactly what they were trying to say. And and so Correa got defensive for him, and and this is what he had to say about it. The thing I have a problem with is, uh, when I read that report is that, that we were scared of him or we felt intimidated. We didn't feel scared of Beltran. We didn't feel intimidated. He was the nicest guy that we could ever have. He was the best teammate we've ever had. Um, Beltran was 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 was. Obviously, a leader of the clubhouse, and but we all had a say in in everything. We all decided in there, and, and uh, you know, whatever he said, um, and whatever we we're doing, um, we had the chance to stop it as a team. Everybody, everybody had the chance to say something, and we did it. So, whatever, whoever the anonymous source is that's saying that we felt intimidated, we were too young to say something, that's just straight up bullshit. Um, Beltran didn't intimidate nobody. Beltran's the nicest oh, it'll guy. Oh, get worse. And I know for a weekend people will say, oh, he's just trying to protect him, but you can talk to every single guy here that was in 2017. Beltran is an unbelievable gentleman. He's a straight-up gentleman, and nobody, not even you guys, nobody, nobody will feel intimidated by his presence, by his leadership, and whatever he has to say. Um, he showed us how to play baseball hard. He was a veteran. He... He was inspiring. Whenever we were slumping, he was there for us. Um, so I don't see I don't see a, a person that that's your mentor and, and is there for you when you're struggling as an intimidating person. So yeah, not intimidating. Okay, real quick. That wasn't that was. I mean, at that point, you're like, wow, Correa was kind of. I kind of liked what he had to say there, Ryan. Yeah, I liked it. You texted me after all this, and I was shocked. I'm like, really, Correa is going to be the one guy who actually comes out of this sounding somewhat genuine, defending a guy and saying, "No, we had, we had every chance we could to say no, but we continue." I was like, "Wow, maybe Correa is not the guy I thought he was." And then, hold on a second. Uh, here is a point about Carlos Beltran, right? Where did he come from before he went to Houston Astros the second time? Because we all remember he was in the Yankees. Okay, right? 
So when apparently when he got there, he had told them that you guys have to catch up with the times for uh, to paraphrase in in terms of their because they every apparently everybody was doing something right, and they told him that you you had to steal you had to catch up with the times. Mm-hmm. So people that leading people to believe that the Yankees were up to something while he was there with the Yankees. Now meanwhile, the Yankees were terrible when for their standards when Carlos Beltran was there. So whatever he was, if they were up to anything, it really didn't work out too well for them. And number two, why are the Astros in trouble? Why are the Astros in trouble? Because they got caught. No, no, no. Not because they got caught. What did they do that no one else apparently did? Oh, they won the World Series. Broke the rules. No, no. They continued to do it after they were told to stop. Oh, with the replay room and shit like that. Yeah. When the commission, okay, so when the commissioner said in 2017, September 2017 or August, whenever he handed out that memo and said, "You guys need to cut all this crap out, no more stealing signs with electronics," the Astros are the ones that continued to do it. They just got creative. So they got it, creative. So for Astro fans that want to be like, "Oh well, the Yankees did it too." Probably 25 of the other teams were doing shit, but they all stopped, except for maybe the Red Sox, when they were told to stop. Yep. So you want to say that it was still breaking the law, but there was no law in place that said you couldn't do anything about right. it. That's the biggest difference here. Um, so we all know at this point what Clay Bellinger had to say. Cody. Cody, sorry. Uh, I'm going to play that clip. Which kind of, I mean, I guess he could have held back a little, but I'm happy he said what he said because it's what everyone's thinking. And then after that, well, uh, I have Correa's two responses that just took this to a whole nother level. Let's react to Bellinger. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the apologies were whatever. Uh, I thought Jim Cranes was weak. Um, Takes a shot at Manfred's punishment was weak, giving him immunity. Um, I mean, these guys were cheating for three years. Um, you know, I think what people don't realize is Altuve stole an MVP from Judge stole in 17. Stole um, it even without the cheating. Everyone knows they stole the ring from us. <laughs> I know personally I lost respect for those guys. Um, I think I would say everyone in the show, in the big leagues, lost respect for those guys. I don't know what human hits a walk-off home run against Raldis Chapman to send your team to the World Series. And one has the thought to say, don't rip my jersey off, but two, go in the tunnel, change your shirt, and then come out and do your interview. Like, that that makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. Because I know me. Gary Sanchez said yesterday, you can rip my shirt off, my pants off. I sent my team to the World Series off for Raldis Chapman in the ninth inning at home. You can do, you know, I'm going crazy. When Cody Bellinger, who is really one was, of the faces of baseball, who's right being now, regarded, if you see all the new rankings, he's being regarded as a top three player in the sport right now. When he says everyone else in the show lost respect for those guys, I, I mean, you gotta you gotta hold something behind that. I mean, you gotta you gotta believe that's pretty true. And you know, did he have to say all those things? No. Am I glad he did? Yes. And did he have every right to say and feel those things? Absolutely. And if you're sorry for what you did, you don't get defensive when you hear those statements. I'm sorry. You just don't. 
But one thing he said, and I just want to touch on this again. He talked about the players shouldn't have gotten immunity. And I, and I keep thinking about all this. Just think about this. You look at Michael Vick, right? Do you, do you hate Michael Vick for what he did? Um, I, I do. I, you, you, you can, you've lost maybe some, uh, the respect for him, but I, I think in his instance, you can look back on it and say that, that, uh, he, he uh, was held accountable for his actions. And he did his time, and he seems like he learned from it, right? That's great and everything. Okay. You have to forgive him for it. But here's my, here's my, no, you absolutely don't ever have to forgive him for it. But it seemed like he was accountable for those actions. But he you, did. He got punished appropriately. Right. And yeah, I, do, and I do you, feel that way. And you have people now who say, but you know what? He did his time. We got to move on. We got to give him a second chance, right? I don't want these guys to do time. Because every time... You, you want them to go to jail? No, no, no. I'm saying I don't want them to get penalized. Because then, moving forward, everyone could say, all right, guys, come on. You know, they took the fines. They took the suspensions. It's over with. Move on from it. They they learned from it. But what is the logistics of... If you were going to suspend these guys, what would be the logistics of it? You just suspend everybody to start the season? Yeah, then, I don't and then know. The, and then the Houston Astros AAA team is playing the first 40 games Yeah, listen, year. I don't know. If, you stagger the suspension. It wouldn't make sense, but my point behind it is every time Jose Altuve steps up to the plate for the rest of his career, you can sit here and say, he didn't do shit. He didn't, do, he didn't pay the price for anything. He wasn't even remorseful when he made his apology. He probably is still cheating. Right? You can say that every time he loses credibility, every time he steps up to the plate now. Every single time. And I'd rather that than see these guys pay a price and 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 hear people be able to justify and defend them now. I'm glad it's this way. I'm I have a newfound respect for Cody Bellinger because he went up to bat for our boy. But I didn't need Cody Bellinger to come out and say that some cheating scandal stole the MVP from Aaron Judge because we knew that happened the second the voting was released. And here's the thing. There's no way to even justify Judge still not winning it. I looked at the numbers again today. I sent them to you. What two categories out of, what, 15 that this person had listed? What two categories did Altuve best judge in? Batting average, which apparently doesn't, doesn't matter, anything, right? Any, and strikeouts. And, and strikeout percentage. Okay, and <laughs> and the war that they showed in that graphic was a, tie. was a tie. The other two wars that they take into account, judge actually has better than him. So this was my point when... Uh, DJ LeMayu wasn't a finalist for MVP, and it was um, who got was the Ramirez? No, who got was the nod? Somebody from Oakland? Yeah, it was uh, Chapman. No, no it, was, it was um Marcus Simeon. Yes, yeah, Simeon. Everyone's fight back to to anyone trying to justify DJ being a finalist was his war's better. His war's better. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go back to 2017. Judge by your justification here, Judge should have won MVP. Yeah. And then they said, well, yeah, the writers were just stupid that year. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. There was no, there's no way you can unbiasedly tell me Altuve deserved the MVP in 2017. Now you take into the whole cheating thing. Uh, just imagine how much better Judge would have and been. Trevor Bauer brings this up uh, that losing the MVP cost Aaron Judge millions of dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. Because when you go into arbitration, 
you know, when you're, you you're, need everything behind you, you're arbitrating. I don't even know if that's a word yeah, negotiating with a former MVP that adds zeros to that check you're writing. Crazy. I mean, just the trickle, the trickle effect on everything. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Bauer, uh, you can say whatever you want about him. He's got a no fucks given attitude towards this yeah. whole thing, and I'm I'm here for it. I really am. Absolutely. I mean, he's the first guy to to publicly come out, and I don't and call think, them out in their and, bullshit. And I don't think that Houston is playing either the Dodgers or uh, Cincinnati this year because they're playing, I believe, the NL East because I know they are playing the Mets this year. So. I mean, maybe you know, it's kind of easy for guys like Bauer and Bellinger to, to yeah. run their mouths mm-hmm. knowing that they won't face Houston. I mean, Ryan can look up the schedule. Yeah, but Bauer still that. would have anyway. Bauer doesn't care. He's, he's, Do you know You know what, what really... I mean, the Astros had such an opportunity here to do and say the right things and for us to all sit back and be like, at the end of the day, if you still want to be pissed, fine. But at the end of the day, we could have sat back and said, MLB knew all of this shit. And at the end of the day, maybe they would have been the the ones who should have been held accountable for just turning a blind eye to it. But they failed miserably on this opportunity. Chris, you're hearing Astro fans, excuse me, say that the the um, the Astros are being like unfairly targeted. What? Okay. Let me explain something. I I know if if we have one youth national fan that listens to this show, that's a lot. Let me explain something to you. You think that the Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred wants this to be consuming no. the talk no. of the sport? No. That's why we had this bullshit playoff proposal come out. Yeah, the that's re- the point I'd, I want to make later in the show, if I can. The reason why this has become a thing now is because Mike Fires opened his mouth and they couldn't avoid it any further. If Mike Fire, first of all, we all everybody knows that people knew things and Major League Baseball, just like with the steroids, was like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right. But because Mike Fires now, an active player that played on that team, went and ran his mouth and said all this stuff happened, they were forced to do something about He's it. He's the Ken Caminetti of. They don't want this to consume baseball talk. They were in spring training now. We instead of talking about Garrett Cole's bullpen and how Rollis Chapman looked and Sevy and Masahiro Tanaka and Aaron Boone out there, what are we talking about? We're doing forty five we're doing almost an hour on the Houston Astros cheating still. Still. You think Major League Baseball wants this? They're not being unfairly targeted. They friggin' cheated. This, it's, and I, I, I still, I still don't want to see the title taken away. But at this point, what else are you gonna do? Because of their friggin' attitudes toward this whole thing. Yeah, it's just such such a bad look for Major League Baseball in in general because they, you know how these penalties were given out and the players given immunity in turn, it was supposed to be, but you're going to hold yourselves accountable now. And they just listening. If you've, if you've lasted this long so far with the show, you think, wow, this shit hit the fan, right? It couldn't get any worse. Oh, then Alex Correa, not Alex Correa, Carlos Correa decided he was going to open his mouth and respond to what Cody Bellinger had to say. So here's his two responses. I believe the first one I have um, 
he talks not only quickly about Bellinger, but then goes into Mike Fires doing what he did. And then the most recent clip um, is when he just truly attacks Bellinger at this point. One of them, he was talking to Ken Rosendahl on the MLB Network. And the other one, he was in a pool with a pool of reporters in the locker room. Yeah. So, so take a listen to this and tell me if this sounds like a guy who's sorry. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, ha- I had no problem um, when people talk about, you know, what happened during the regular season of 2017, um, you know, whatever people have to say, we, we got we to gotta take that on the chin. Um, guys, I mean, it was wrong. It was wrong. We got to own that. We got to take that. But when you stand in front of the camera and you don't know the facts, you don't know what happened, you're not informed, and you try to rip one of my teammates like that when we all know, you know, Mike Fires know that Altuve didn't use uh, the trash can. <laughs> and you guys are going to find out because I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to ask him. And he's going to tell everybody. He's going to tell the world that Altuve didn't use it. Because if he's man enough to you know, tell the truth and tell the story and break the story, he should be man enough to <laughs> say that the MVP of 2017 didn't use it. He should be man enough to say that. Because we all in that clubhouse know that Altuve's integrity is going to be intact <laughs> because of what was said today. Okay, here's the second clip. Like I said before, what doesn't sit well with me is when you say false statements. If you don't know the facts, if you're not informed, this is America, Ken. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. But Cody Bellinger's job is to look for information, get informed, know the facts for sure, before he stands in front of cameras to talk about other players you should get informed. You should be informed before you talk to other players. If you don't know the facts, then you got to chill the Okay, fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. No one has to do anything. No one has to learn any information because you guys are the ones who fucking kept it from everyone because you were cheating. So take your smugness and go fucking shove it up your ass. It's deflection. He, what it's he's unreal. doing is deflecting. That's what you do when you're being accused of something. You deflect it and try to flip it onto a different story. No, that's not the story. Cody Bellinger not having the facts isn't the story. The story is that you cheated. And and here's how much full of shit they are. And this is not even about 2017. This is about post the Chapman home run, right? What was the initial reason why we were told that he didn't want to rip his shirt off? Because his wife he's shy. He's shy. And his wife, his wife yelled mad. at him, right? Then all of a sudden today, it just happened to be that he had a really ugly unfinished tattoo. Dig, dig, dig. I mean, like, if that's the case, Jose, Alt- if I was Jose Altuve, and that's the case, then I would be on camera the next day with my shirt off, saying, "Look, guys, here's my tattoo. Here it is." Yeah, because. Yeah, there, he could have easily gotten a tattoo two days ago or a month or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm if my teammate comes out and say says, "Oh well, he didn't want to rip his shirt off because he was embarrassed by this half-assed tattoo he had," the first thing I'm doing is be like, "Yeah, dude, here's the tattoo," because I guarantee you, you know how many people that would shut up. He had the he had the he had the evidence. That is an to ugly tattoo. Up. You're right. Can That's I that. can I ask you a question? He had the evidence to back it up. So if tomorrow I don't see that tattoo, I further know what bullshitters and liars they are. Can I can I ask you a question? You're in the middle of a pennant race. You're a couple games away from winning the pennant. 
going to the World Series. You're actually probably in New York at this point, two days prior to that walk-off, correct? You are. You're in New York because they didn't even have a day off. Are you out getting a tattoo on your shoulder? What was it? Uh, I said it was his on collar? his collarbone. Okay, so you... I mean, he could have he easily had it done have earlier you ever had a tattoo? on an off day. You ever have a tattoo before? No, I don't have a tattoo. Okay. Do you know the complications that can come into tattoo, first of all? And second of all, the kind of irritation and pain that that could cause? And why would you ever want to do anything to irritate any part of your, especially upper body, as a second baseman, as a, as a big-time hitter for your team? Why would an organization even allow something? Why would you even be thinking about getting... A tattoo on your collarbone in the middle well, we of know, the ALCS. Well, we know that uh, using your brain isn't exactly a strong. Suit I'm just saying. Astros. Let's just let's just try and realistically put a timeline on when he had time to just go out and get a tattoo that was half finished. Well, apparently he had to have done it at some point during the season because in New York. He's, no, they said it was two days before. Did they? I didn't hear a timeline put on. I it. thought you did. You say that or. I think you said that in your text. No, I didn't. Or not. in the tweet. I'll try and go back to it. I never put a time on it because I don't know when. I never heard when he had gotten a, this supposed tattoo, but apparently there's a picture of him on a beach with his teammates in like July with no tattoo. So that Crazy. I do know. I've seen I seen that picture of him on a beach with his teammates in, in I believe it was July. With no tattoo. Crazy. So, again, yeah, you're right. Why are you getting tattoos during the season? On your collarbone. That doesn't sound like it would be pleasant. And it doesn't sound like it would be small either. No one gets a... I mean, maybe someone will, but a, just a tiny little tattoo so on your collarbone. Me, show me the tattoo. Show me the tattoo. If you're dragging my name through the mud, you're dragging my name through the mud... And I can easily show you proof that uh, is you're a liar. You lied about me, and mm-hmm. I can easily show you proof. And why wouldn't I do it? Why wouldn't I do it? If here, this is Correa's words. He's got an unfinished tattoo on his collarbone that honestly looks terrible. It was a bad tattoo, and he didn't want nobody to see it. He didn't want to show it at all. You're a liar. You're so full of shit. It's not it's unreal. Even- it's not even funny. So tell me, if that, too, that tattoo does exist, show me the tattoo. Show it to me because you will, you'll you'll gain a lot of... I'm telling you right now, you'll gain a lot of credibility. I don't think I would have just came up with this two days thing out of nowhere. I'm trying to find... I don't remember said. saying that, but... When did he say this? Maybe it was two days ago yeah, that it was he two said two days this. ago. Oh, okay. When was the story written? I'm not, actually, today at <laughs> 5.50. So. Four hours ago. Un- it's just, yeah, it's like, what's it the excuse? He, he never it thought absol- it could get worse because it doesn't absolve them from cheating. But you want to say that you didn't do anything past 2017? This proves that this would help prove that you didn't. I mean, look at and how you want to. I'm sorry, Ryan, no, but no, if no. you want to say, if you want to go out there and and drop your balls on the table, Carlos Correa, and say that Jose Altuve is some upstanding fucking citizen that he didn't cheat, he did not cheat. This would go on a long way in proving that he did not cheat in 2017 either. Because you're telling me this is proof that he didn't cheat in 2019. So show me the proof. Show it to me. 
You guys have zero credibility. You can't come out with a statement saying this guy didn't want his shirt ripped off because he doesn't have it. He didn't want to show off his tattoo. Show me the tattoo then. Because you, you have zero credibility right now. None. No credibility. I forgot about this too that our boy uh, Dan Federico tweeted and uh, Ryan sent over. Josh Reddick says he doesn't feel like he needs to apologize to friends on other teams for what happened. Why? Because I just don't think it's necessary. Where is he now? Where is Josh Reddick now? Is he in Oakland or is he still in Houston? No one cares Reddick's because in Houston, he's still. a fucking loser. It does, I just want to know where he is right now. He's, he's with Houston. Unreal, man. Houston, okay. Is he still in Houston? Yeah. You just didn't think it could get worse. No. Because you didn't think that they would handle the response as bad as they are. I mean, this is as, as bad as you can handle this. Take some accountability. I, I see, see absolutely none of it. You, I'm telling you, Carlos Correa, bro, you really cannot come out there and say, Jose Altuve did not cheat in 2017, okay? And now you're he, telling us? The MVP is legit. First of all, it no half of the country doesn't even think it's fucking legit because Aaron Judge got screwed out of it without even a cheating scandal, okay? That's number yep. one. And number two, the other half of the country thinks it's bullshit because of the cheating scandal. <laughs> so I understand that you want to go out there and defend your boy and say, hey, man, that MVP is legit, but... Why? What made what made Jose Altuve so special that he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to cheat." What were his home road splits in 2017? Because they're stark. I think he there, like, there there's a huge difference in his home road splits in the postseason. In the postseason, yes, absolutely. But during the regular season, they they were pretty similar. Because they were Jose apparently they were cheating on the road too. Oh yeah, now. that was what they keep bringing up the code breaker thing. They're saying that they had nothing to do with code breaker, so that doesn't count as as them cheating. Oh my god, Unreal. I just I can't de- I I don't want to talk about this anymore. But every day it just gets they're giving worse us no choice. Worse. They're giving. Fans of the sport and those participants of the sport, no choice. Yeah, right there, 12up.com. It says Houston, they'll probably list. Uh, yeah, that's the postseason one, which is, yeah, it's here we go. You want to read it? Altuve's home road splits in the uh, in the postseason. He batted 472 with a uh, 1.028 uh, slugging, 1,500 OPS at home on the road. Ready for this? 148 batting average, 229 slugging, and a 497 OPS. Yeah, it's a difference. Uh, and now we know what we know, right? Crazy. Must have been the tattoo he got on the Look road. Look at Correa. Correa, 371 batting, uh, 1.1 OPS at home during the postseason, 211 batting, 626 OPS on the road. During the postseason, can you? I mean, come on. Now. There's they they're trying to justify something that there's nothing there to justify. Even Bregman, Bregman, two seventy three batting, uh, eight fifty seven OPS at home, one fifty four batting, five oh eight OPS on the road. I mean, something something clearly was going on here. Yeah. Uh, the, and there's just... Uh, but Jose Altuve wasn't a part of it, guys. But and like, it didn't impact the game anyway. It didn't impact the game. And here's what here's what just leaves you so... With such an unsettling feeling. The way things are being answered, just it's just 
you know there's so much that's I don't not being be, said. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite now because I've been on record numerous times on Twitter and on here saying I don't think the Yankees lost the ALCS in 2017 because of a cheating scandal. And I still don't because they didn't score any right. runs in Houston. If you're going to tell me the Houston pitchers were cheating, then I'm going to feel fucking differently about it. And let's, I mean, we should take a second to discuss how ugly this can get on the field this year with every team they play. Ryan, can you bring up David Robertson's quotes from the other day? Sure. I think I, I have them. Because I, I would like to read those. Yeah, pull them up there. I mean, you got a lot of guys who were angry about this. And again, the, the Astros just failed on the opportunity given to them to try and make this a little bit better where they could. And, and they just made it worse. How do you make this worse? All right, this is from uh, David Robinson, who uh, David Robertson, who was on the Yankees in 2017. He says, I got roughed up in game six, and I felt like in that game I threw as well as I ever thrown in my entire life. I had some pitches that I got hit that I was a little shocked by and some pitches that didn't get swung at that I was a little shocked by. At this time, I wasn't thinking about what we know now, but it all comes together, and you know I'm upset about it. That's for sure. And what did he go on to say about his? Uh, yeah, and he goes on to say, "I'm never going to get 2017 back. I can't say moving forward, I'll never get to be in an LCS again. But I'll never get that season back with that group of guys and that opportunity to win a World Series." Yeah. Hey, listen, you. I I said this on Twitter. Also, I don't feel for David Robertson. In that, in the same way, you always hated him. Anyway. No, no, no. I love D. Rob. Uh, you hated. Him. No, I love you him. Curse his name out. I'm every saying time he came I don't. Bullpen. I don't. I get where these guys are coming from. I get where these rookie pitchers are coming from. But I just go back to, and I'm not comparing people to Mariano Rivera, but I'm just going out and saying that if I want to play devil's advocate a little bit, Mo threw the same pitch over and over. Every batter knew what was coming. And he was the most successful relief pitcher we'll ever see. So don't sit here and, and put all of it behind them knowing. I get your frustration. I get it. But I just don't feel as bad for those pitchers as I do just bad about the whole situation in general. I'm not sitting here like, oh, poor David Robertson, poor rookie batters. Yeah, it's messed up. It's awful. It just takes us to another level. But my main focus is this is what happened. It was a whole big thing that's sickening to begin with. And now you have a whole organization who just made it worse. And and Ryan, I know you wanted to touch on Verlander too. You want to talk about the most contradicting person in baseball. You know, he was so outspoken in 2016 with the whole steroids i think it was um yeah you want me to read that tweet it was gordon right 2016 uh it might have been ryan braun oh i thought it was gordon but he did take a shot at d gordon he did i know he took a shot at him but yeah read that this is what he said in 2016 on on uh steroids if there is proven intent to cheat you test positive or it's found that you were taking an illegal substance peds and trying to cheat the system trying to go around it i think it should be a ban from baseball that's what does he, he said. still think if you're trying to cheat the system, it well, should be a ban? But that this or is, does he joke about it now? Well, he jokes about he joked about it at that whatever that the event was. Center, yeah. What was his joke he made that we that know they were, they were technic they're more technologically. We all know, yeah, and that everyone laughed end, at yeah. that joke. And then he said on Cody Bellinger's uh, comments from when was that yesterday? 
He said, uh, it bothers me that he and his teammates have lost respect. And then back in quotes, I think facts are still coming out. Information is still coming out. And I don't think that this is this thing is a thing that's done now. So that just I mean, made it, it sound so worse. It like it, it, everything they're saying is making all of this worse. I mean, worse. it better not. Uh, it's, it's honestly, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Everything about this is just exhausting. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I mean, all of our listeners are, are expecting us to talk about it because they listen to us for our opinions and, and how we handle certain things. We got to talk about it. It's the biggest story in baseball still. And I know a lot of fans, the Yankee fans, think they were cheated out of the LCS in, in 2017, and they can feel that way. But I just remember those two games in Houston, at six and seven. They weren't. They they could have had friggin' forty innings to try to score runs, and they, they probably wouldn't have done it. So here, here's my favorite quote from the Yank, from a Yankee, Araldis Chapman. I disagree with the Astros owner. I do believe it affected the games in parentheses sign stealing, but I can't go back at 2017, 2018, 2019. It's no time to look back. It's time to look ahead. And I think Boone kind of backed that in saying, yeah, it's, you know, it's messed up. We're angry, but we're not going to have that kind of culture in this clubhouse. We're going to just keep looking forward. And you hope that any payment that they're due, anything that, that the Astros are due, they're given in 2020 on the field by the New York Yankees. And the, and they actually, we really have to try and get to a couple of these games. The Astros are in the Bronx in September this year. Yeah, and I looked at their schedule. They're not playing the Reds or the Dodgers this year. Uh, and I just want to temper some fans' excitement that think that there's going to be brawls in every city that the Astros go to. Major League Baseball is going to put a friggin' stop to that before the yeah. first pitch is even thrown. Yeah, more, more immunity. More immunity. Listen, if you're a pitcher and you have control, you're a veteran pitcher who has control, and you want to throw and you want to put a, a a fastball between Jose Altuve's shoulder blades, you go and do it. You send your message. You back up your team. Don't be stupid. Don't throw at heads. Don't try and kill these guys. You know the best. But you want to send a message? Go ahead and do it. The best message to send is to is just to beat them. Every just is it though? Yeah. Is it because? Here's my here's my argument to that. Well, what do you want, Luis Severino? To here's go my out argument there and do? to that, though. You couldn't con- you can't control what the Astros do. You can't control that. It's they've taken an unfair advantage in in the game. They hold zero credibility of if they're playing fairly. You want Luis Severino to go out there and and the f- first time he sees Altuve and hit no no no, him no. I and think start no. bulls and then uh, you know no 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 I think the Yankees are different. I think the Yankees have a different level on this now where. Their only payback that they need to worry about is if they face this team again in the playoffs. That's where I agree with you. But every other team, like Clevenger, he wants to be pissed off. Put well, one he, between Altuve's shoulder blades, bro. Well, I, he's injured. Yeah, you have every he right might to not do be it. Pitching this year for a while. Just my point. If you're feeling that way as a pitcher, if you feel you need to back up your team and this team fucked you over, do it. Just don't be stupid. How funny is that? Crazy. I have no problem with it. But the Yankees' focus and their only focus 
should be to beat the living hell out of this team. That's great. So these guys didn't get suspended for cheating. You're going to take a ball into your hands, hit somebody, and get suspended yourself. Yeah. And that That's kind of the point I want to make in all this, if I could get this out, because I've been thinking about this whole thing from one perspective, and it's not that what Houston did was terrible and it's bad for the game, but really the main problem with all of this is how Major League Baseball has handled the situation and how they're going to continue to handle the situation based on their track record. We talked about how they handled the steroid situation. What did they do? They tried throwing it under the rug, and, and, and the Mitchell report comes out. And now, and now we're seeing it with Major League Baseball. And a lot of that has to do, you know what, I'll, I'll get into this. Uh, it, I, I want to do my own whole podcast on this. That'll be a little teaser of, because uh, aren't we going to start doing 20-minute episodes? I, I want to release a whole podcast on my opinions on this, because I can't really fledge it out right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, and... Because it's a lot. If there's a lot to, to grasp in this entire thing. It all, it all can tie into actually improving this sport. And baseball just doesn't see to it your, that way. Well, to that's your, a hell of a segue. Are you, unless you have something you want I to do. say? I do. Just okay, real quick. Okay, to to right. Ryan's point there, it, it's I think it's pretty clear that the way this was all handled was, okay, there's definitely more that can come out, but we don't want you guys to really talk about it. Have your apologies, whatever. And then Bellinger says what he says, and Ryan, you made this point before, the Astros really weren't supposed to expand upon anything. No, Major League Baseball told all teams to not address this topic when asked about it. Just throw it under Why? the rug like we do. Why? Because, because of one word, and this is the main thing, what pisses me off with baseball. It's the word integrity and their fixation with that word. And that word alone is what is killing this sport. It's their, uh, They're paralyzed by this word. And instead of focusing on the popularity, they're focusing on the integrity. And anything that can possibly damage that, they do whatever it takes to hide it. Steroids, they tried to hide it. This scandal, they tried to hide it. The players' response to this scandal, they're trying to hide that. So, right, talk about integrity now. Just like you brought up the Mitchell report or and all the other things that came out after they said steroids were handled. What happens now that this just went to another extreme... Bellinger said what Nothing he said. Nothing can correct. happen. No, no, no. But what happens now when tempers are at the height and now more shit starts coming out? We get... What happens to, to the integrity of baseball? It's going to get damaged. But they just did a thorough investigation. I thought nothing else was You're there right. to be said. But this will represent That's the why they don't want way. anyone to talk anymore. And now players are not only talking, but now they're going at each other's throats. But I, I love that baseball told them not to talk on it. And, 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 you know, Bellinger or Turner said, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to suspend us? Because they didn't suspend the yeah. players that are actually involved, but you're going to fine or suspend us for talking about it. Is that what you're going to, is that really what you're going to do? Major league baseball? There's just clearly a lot more that we don't know. That wasn't said that baseball knows. But again, like we talked about this in a previous episode, right? That, that baseball kind of has to get with the times, but maybe it's it's because we always say baseball is a game, but it's also a business. But baseball is trying to change the game the perspective of it, but not the business side of it. This is an entertainment business, right? It's a business is that baseball is now gambled a, on. A form of entertainment. It's it's a it's a form of entertainment that if you live in New Jersey now, you can press one button, right, and and risk your. Oh yeah, your dude. money on it now. Yeah, there's so, so much. That takes like, it to another of dollars, level. billions it, of billions yes. of dollars. So now when you're when you're doing that and you're investing all of this money and you're not punishing these guys, what do you expect is going to happen going forward? It's exactly my point as to why they tried to just 
put it all on Hinch and Lunau and and Beltron and and Cora and get him out of the game. And they wanted the Astros to do their public apology, so everyone would say, "Okay, it's over now. Let's move on." Yes, and that, nope. But it's just the, the constant hiding of scandal and anything that could be some sort of controversy. It's got to stop. There's way too many examples of it because if you look at it, whenever and it's always about integrity, the integrity of the game. I'm telling you, I've, I looked into this a bit. Think about remember when Terry Collins and I'm gonna I'm, I want to tie this into the popularity of the sport and how. MLB needs to focus on the character side of baseball, not the game itself, the business side of it. Remember that Terry Collins video from years ago? Yeah, they tried to hide it from everyone. Yeah, and he was the manager of the Mets, and he's freaking out on the umpires. That was one of the greatest baseball-related videos I've seen in recent years. And what did Major League Baseball do with that video? Look it up. They tried to erase it from the internet. Last year, Aaron Boone, one of the best moments of the Yankee season was him freaking out on an umpire. The field was mic'd up, and he freaks out. What does Major League Baseball do then? They send Joe Torrey to Yankee Stadium to reprimand Aaron Boone for what he did. They put him live on air with Michael Kay during the game to talk about how he didn't like how the Yankees represented the game. He even threw shade at the creator of the video that went viral. I won't say his name because he's a rival, right? <laughs> but but and guess what happened with that guy? He's one of the most popular figures in baseball. So he took the controversy and he forgo he, he forgot about the integrity side of baseball and looked at what's going to make this sport popular. What's going to make me popular? And that's where baseball has lost me as a fan. And guess what? They got to get with the times. It's 2020. And guess what? Major League Baseball says, don't show this video. No. You can't show this video. And then it and then it gets leaked. Exactly. What do they do? What's that called? Oh, you better, you better not sell shirts that say the Savage. Streisand effect, I think they call that. We're going to sell shirts that say Savage. We're going to make money on this now. Right. Wait, I thought you didn't want this content out there. Look, I'll pull up this. But shirt. now you're going to make money off of it? Yeah. The Streisand effect is a phenomenon where an attempt to hide, remove, or censor a piece of info has the unintended consequence of publicizing the information more widely, usually facilitated by the internet. That's what's going on right now. But baseball needs to to take this instead of trying to hide it like they've always done in the past. They need to take it and use it to their advantage to increase the popularity. Let's get more mics on the field. Let's hear what these players have to keep responding and keep saying because it adds character. And that's what yep. that's what at the entertainment business is. It's about stories. It's about characters. You didn't watch Breaking Bad because you liked fucking chemistry. You watch it because Walter White's one of the greatest characters maybe ever I'm a nerd. created. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, maybe, but but still. It, we're science bitch. modern bitch modern science uh, modern science modern entertainment is built on viewership it's built on being polarizing and by limiting character and focusing on integrity you're completely erasing that. so you shouldn't throw up smoke screens after all this happens and try no, to take people's yeah. minds off of it so because yeah. we don't we don't need to continually run nine and a half hour shows so i think we can just segue into this as the last that part. was my segue as the, i don't care i do the segues here and you don't even know what the word segue is you think it's a s-e-g-w-a-y you think it's a scooter Okay. something new today um so yeah a lot of people are conspiracy theorists and say that this whole new proposal for the 2022 postseason is a smokescreen to get you to stop talking about the uh cheating scandal well that worked real well it worked it, it did until, like three until for like three hours okay <laughs> it wanted to get you pissed off about something else um so basically uh, Major League Baseball wants to expand the postseason come 2017, right? They want to move from five to... Come 2022, you mean? Uh, yes, 2022. Uh, they want to move from five to seven teams, which I don't even really have that much of a problem with. 
my issue here, okay, geniuses of Major League Baseball want to create a television event in which you will pick your opponent. It's like LeBron choosing where he's <laughs> going to play. Okay. You will, you will pick your opponent for the postseason. The division winner with the best record gets a bye. The division winner with the second best record would then pick the get the first pick of opponents from the lower three wild card teams. And then the other division winner will t- get their pick, leaving the last two wild cards to play each other. Okay. Sounds stellar, right? Sorry, Yankees Twitter, but I'm going to go here. The first thought that came to my mind was, why give Yankees Twitter another thing to bitch about? Could you imagine the Yankees choose to play like the the A's or whatever and they get swept? What Twitter would be like? Why the fuck would you pick the A's? Why would you give why would you give fans another reason to just bitch about something? And why would you ever let a team choose their opponent? Here's what? my problem with this. What they want to create a reality TV sensation destination <laughs> type thing to draw people in. You know what I'm going to do? I I don't care. I don't want to see this. If you want to s- expand the postseason, okay, I don't. You know what? You want to add five to seven teams? I don't like it, but. I don't care about that. I don't care about that as much. The fact that you want to let people. T- I don't even have the words to express my anger for this. How stupid it is that you can sit there and be the head of a multi-billion dollar organization like Major League Baseball and think this is a good idea to let teams pick their opponents because you want to somehow think you're going to draw in viewership. Okay, kind of goes back to what Ryan was just saying of building character. This is forced now. This is a forced way to draw to draw another entertaining side to this. Who let me ask you something. If you're if this is clearly to play to the casual fan, what casual fan is gonna really give a shit what team picks who? You just care about the game at that point. Michael K makes a great point with regarding the new format. Is that what is the best part about sports? Elimination games, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're adding in all these extra elimination games, which will most likely draw viewership, right? So that's, I don't really have a problem with that. But if you really think that Joe Schmo, who watches 15 Yankee games a year, is going to now all of a sudden watch 100 because he's going to be so enamored that the fact that teams are going to pick their own opponents in the postseason, you're delusional. Delusional. And... It just takes away an element of any sport that you've played X amount of games. And in baseball's case, 162. Out of those 162 games, you win 84 of them and you make the playoffs. That number, where you stand, is your fate. You you played this many games. You won this many games. You are now seated to play this team. And that's your fate. And if you can beat them, great. But now we're taking that we're taking that away. And it could be baseball, it could be football, it could be any sport. 
You're taking that away now. You know what I hate You're most? making the, the regular season just pointless. You know what I hate right. most about Major League Baseball right now? Manfred? Is that they're doing everything to cater to people that don't like baseball. Yeah, but I forget who it was. They made a good point. It's because they don't. They know they don't need they know to they cater to us, us anymore. Right? They know they have us. They, we're done. We're suckers. We're we in, love baseball. We're, but it's bullshit. It, this it isn't hurts. how you ca- cater to no. to a new up and coming fan. That's it's just not. No, and it's not length of game. It's the pace of the game. You want to speed up the pace of the game. You want to uh-huh. create more downtime, less downtime in between pitches. Do it in a non gimmicky way. I have no problem yes. with that. And somebody and when I lashed out about this on Twitter, somebody says, So so baseball should never change, it should never evolve. I never said that. No. I never said that. You of course you need to evolve and change with the times. I get it, and I have no problem with the wild card being added, a second wild card being added, going to three divisions, the 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 DH, you know, I have no problem with any of that because none of that shit was traditional. None of it was. We, um, but now you're doing these things at yeah. just it's it, forced. It's it's forced and it's meaningless. Who is going to sit there and watch this? You know, it's so funny. I'm not saying that these you and I are going to sit there and watch it because we're 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 just right. Too, we're a we're different too level. Stupid though. to to yeah. know to to say no to it because we're Yankee fans and they're going to be. Let's say they have the second best record in the league this year. Of course, we're going to sit there and 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 want to know who they're going to play in the postseason but again you know like somebody like my father-in-law who just who casually watches baseball because i watch baseball but really wouldn't know aaron judge if he was sitting next to him on the bus is he going to sit there and watch this nope what interest of this is to him you know it's you you know what he's going to do you know what he he, a guy like that is going to do nap nap okay he's 76 years old (laughs) but you know what he's going to do Hey, uh, who are the Yankees playing in the postseason? Yeah, he's not gonna watch it. He doesn't care. Yep. And so you, you're all you're gonna do is get the people that you already have watching your sport to watch this bullshit. Yep. So and you want to see Brian Cashman oh, sitting in a war a room? Lot. You can get it out. You want to see Brian Cashman sitting in a war room going? Oh yeah. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Well, you know. Uh, I, oh I yeah. Do. Well, uh, we, okay. We, we won. We won. Yeah, well, games well the second Minnesota, pick, we're gonna choose well, the A's. A's. Uh, we could play the A's, and then, but, but then you know, like uh, Chris Davis hit four ninety two against us this year, so maybe we don't want to play the A's. Uh, the Red Sox. We, but, but we were, we were. Uh, we were fifteen and three against the Red Sox this year, but if we if we choose them and we lose, I'm, I'm going to get fired. Here's the Yankees' answer: um, Minnesota Twins. Yeah, uh, they yeah. had the best record in baseball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can yeah. we still play them, please? I mean, come on, uh, I can't. I, can't. So you, I, I this came up because you talked about pace of pace of the game um, and different things you could try. It brought me back to one of Ryan's suggestions a couple months ago. Um, with the whole cheating stuff and how it could speed things up. I'm not saying it's, it's definitely possible that people calling the fan, listen to this show and hear what we say and whatever. But there were two instances this week that were literally verbatim out of our mouths that these guys called up. The first one was he called up about the Astros and he's like, I don't want the title to be stripped. I just want an asterisk there so that these guys have to answer questions for the rest of their lives as to why this title has an asterisk next to it, blah, blah, blah. And then 
another caller calls up and he goes, you know, uh, I think to avoid this whole cheating thing, maybe the catchers just don't give signs anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe they wire up the pitcher and he has like a, a thing in his ear or any type of device where that's how they relay it. And that was one of Ryan's. Yeah, there was also something Michael K said this week that we we touched on. I can't remember, Christian. You but sent these that to two us callers were like ago. adamant and saying exactly what were what was coming out of our mouths. It was just funny to me. But I I thought Ryan's idea was asinine with that because you're adding now more technology to a sport that we're trying to mm-hmm. eliminate how we're relaying certain things. Maybe that's maybe that is the future what it all comes down to the stealing the catcher signs but but i don't see what i don't understand about that is wouldn't the batter hear the catcher yeah it couldn't be I the mean, it couldn't be again, the catcher no, but but it, this is something that needs to be invented a, a, a great idea we can't all just come up with a great idea we're not we we just don't it, it doesn't work that way the person who invented the iphone not everyone was thinking about it they invented the iphone Steve Jobs. they need to invent an idea a way that there aren't any problems, that there aren't any questions, or that's that's what needs to happen. We don't know what the answer is because we haven't found we we haven't found that solution. Yeah, but dude, as creative as people can get to find ways around certain things, people will get creative to find ways to of still course. cheat. Of course, but then you gotta you gotta twenty thirty five. The Houston Astros We're using were drones intercepting the relay message of the signs being. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll never end. Christian said that a couple of weeks ago. It'll just never end. At the end of the day, Major League Baseball has to stop being reactive, start being proactive, and it, that will never happen. It will never happen. No. We will always have these scandals. Uh, I heard this. I think it was on K's show, and he made a great point. You really want to kind of cut some of this out. No more replay. No more replay. Replay yeah. has to. That's what I I want yeah, to say. Absolutely. Not even no more replay, but do it like the NFL. There, you have to put somebody in the press box where there's no monitor, like three feet from uh, wherever the the players are. Yep. Upstairs, and quick call, boom, replay, yes or no. Well, now they are micing up the umpires, right? Like they do in the NFL. Yes. To relay for for the fans, but see, that's the thing. Instant replay was an instance in which a rule change was necessary to make the game better, not to make the game more viewable. That's where these rule changes aren't working for me because they're using them to make the game more popular. But but maybe you should only focus on rules that make the game better. I know it's so stupid to be like to have any emotion about, but it actually I hate the idea of a umpire having a mic to talk to the stadium. What? How awesome is it when the umpires get together, whether it be replay or just whatever, and then he just turns around and you just see him go. Yeah, I like that. And then the whole crowd just goes crazy, whatever the call may be. Yeah. I, I now mean, it's like, after review, yeah. his foot didn't touch the bag before the ball well, got there. Well, they could there. maybe do it like hockey does it. They they do a good job with challenges and how they relay uh, this the, is, the uh, I just saw this tweet. Two California Little Leagues ban the names uh, of having the teams use the name Astros. Good. In response to the cheating scandal. Boom. Love it. The president of one of the California Little Leagues uh, said that the parents are, quote, disgusted to have their children wear that name across their chest. See, and this is where, because I I feel like Major League Baseball dropped the ball with their punishment on the Houston Astros. So this, it seems like the way the players are reacting, the way the media is asking the questions, now we got a team banning the, the name Houston Astros. 
this is the punishment. This is how these guys are going to be punished. It's going to be that constant dialogue it's that be never goes us. away. It's going to be up to us. It's going to be up to when when one of a uh, player on that team tweets something, you you comment they a pun, it. you comment a, a something that can relate to it and make it funny about the banging. But bang, th- it's going to be on on the media that has access to the players, the players throughout baseball not involved with the scandal to continue to answer these questions because again, major league baseball cannot shut you up because they didn't suspend any players. So they have no right. And I bet this is, that's going to be the story I look most forward to when, when all these players continue to talk about it, when all these guys like uh, Rosenthal, which you got to give him credit. That was Rosenthal who was interviewing Correa there. Yeah. You got to give him credit for growing them, but that's, what's got to keep happening. And it's got to keep, it's got to keep increasing. It's got to go because that's what we're talking about. I'm, we're huge Yankee fans, and we have a lot to look forward to as Yankee fans, but, I, but even Royals fans are, are more interested in baseball on February 15th than they would be any other year, I, and that's because of this scandal. I'll tell you this much. Not This has been the worst week in the history of Major League Baseball since they canceled the World Series in 1994. Be, between the nonstop nonsense and the continued layers of this cheating yeah. scandal and the fact that they put this news out there that they they want to do this god awful nonsense to the postseason this has just not been a good week and it and it had and i said as i said earlier it completely overshadowed the excitement of watching garrett cole and the rest of the yankees pitchers and catchers report to camp and gary sanchez looks fucking phenomenal yeah dude uh, I told you, yo. Yeah, he looks thin. All right, you. All right, Ryan. Listen, punch on the potter's back. Listen, every time you do that, one more punch that gets added to the. Talent. I gotta say, it where's has. The, the I board? have to agree. It's been an it's awful, awful week, awful month, whatever. But and all mm-hmm. publicity, my man. Exactly. Good. Everyone is baseball. talking about baseball right now. Not to Major League Baseball. They'd rather block uh, black out the games for their local fans on mm-hmm. MLB TV. They'd rather erase a video from the internet. They'd rather reprimand managers for showing some heart and character. Because of integrity. They'd yeah. rather people not talk about this. Why aren't they allowed to talk about it? They're not listening, of course. But why? if they did, then we wouldn't have... That Bellinger comment. I mean, don't you guys you, feel differently if about like Bellinger Cody now? Bellinger yeah. or, I like or Bellinger. Trevor Bauer gets fined or suspended yes. for what they said in the youth nationals don't get touched. I got oh, a big I got a that's big problem. That's where I see that I, I see Major League Baseball that. issuing that's another integrity. statement when these questions continue to surface over and over every single day. They're going to say, all right, that's it. We're done talking about it. And they might not say what they're going to do, but they that's going to be so great. You know what? I really do want Major Honestly, I would like Major League Baseball to put a gag order on this whole shit from, from I, here on I absolutely not. But that's what Dusty Baker wants. He, he because said I'm, that Because during, I'm just I'm sick and tired of but it. That's, but that's the problem with the sport, Christian. That's why no one watches it. Because we just put a, a Band-Aid on everything, and then it escalates. Look at... I mean, dude, the steroid scandal is still affecting baseball. What was the biggest controversy of last season? The juice balls, right? Well, why were they juicing balls? Because you fucking made it. So baseball was enamored by the long ball, and you gave it to us for so many years, and then you, you banned steroids once the Mitchell Report came out. And guess what happened? People stopped hitting home runs. So you put it in your own hands to juice the balls up. Yep. So it's it's enough. It's enough of that, dude. You you can't have that mindset anymore. No, I am going to have that mindset because I'm tired of I don't want to. This is but oh, it's this good is, for baseball. If you think about it in the long term of things, the grand scheme, it is great for baseball because they could use this as an advantage to hold people accountable so it doesn't happen again. Do you really think they're going to do that? No, okay. because it's, I know that's <laughs> uh, that this is the same fucking discussion we had a few weeks ago. 
They don't do anything, but it's time to change because it's 2020. That it's and it's an entertainment. It's a form of entertainment, and sure. that's what entertainment is today. If it's, they thought that they were going to get any type of boost from this, they would be running with it. But they're not. They don't. They want to bury no, this. That- because it makes them look because bad. Because it, it damages the integrity of the game. And that, no matter what, if it damages the integrity, they'll forego any popularity that comes from it. As long as it, if it, it damages the integrity, they want nothing to do with it. They say, oh, instead of running with this and seeing if it gains popularity, let's just let's um, throw it change the, the rules. I mean, is that, I mean, guys, think about what you're entertained by. Do you watch a TV show or a movie and, and it's just, it's all sunshine and rainbows and then it's, it ends and you're like, oh, that was a great movie. No, you need some conflict. You need some character. You need some story. Yeah, and I baseball agree. shuts it. The, it they yeah, shut it they out do. completely. They created the ultimate guys, villain now. Yeah, they, exactly. Okay. And we all love villains, don't we? Then then let's grow them. Let, let, let's turn them into a, the true they're villain gonna, of Major League Baseball. They've done a good enough job on their own. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, yeah exactly. And it and they've done a great job. And the players talking about it, even though they were told not to, has done a great. They've done a great job. But Major League Baseball has done a terrible job. Yep. But uh, you know, Ryan, to, to your your point is is a, is a solid point. But I'm. It's I know. T- it's time to just put it behind us now. I know. Well, yeah, as, until as the next Yankee thing fans, comes out. As Yankee fans, yeah, it is. But as 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 baseball fans, it is not time to put this no, behind us. No, it should us. never be put it behind us. Yankee fans, we're looking forward to the World Series this year. Baseball fans, I want this sport to remain a thing. I want to keep room for the Yankees. But the way it's going, this decline, it's not good. And they're changing the game instead of changing your approach to the game. Guys, Chris, you never watch basketball. How many games have you watched this year? If I showed you a picture of LeBron James, would you know who he was? Absolutely. If I showed a basketball fan that watches the same amount of baseball as you do basketball, a picture of Mike Trout, is he even going to be able to identify him? Probably not. No, because there's no freaking character. I don't know who Mike Trout is because you're not giving me him. I agree. The NBA is the perfect example of how to create character and change the character of the game and not the game itself because you so they did the, it's a great comparison. Look up true. Mike Trout's marketability versus Larry Bird's marketability. Two guys that were not very marketable. What does baseball do? Nothing. What did basketball do? They found a way to make Larry Bird marketable. You have to take what you got and make it work. They and by by eliminating will. this character, that's what Dude, I, I mean, I love basketball. I don't root for a team in basketball. I just watch basketball because I like all the players. I like the game. The players. The players. players. But, you know, it's it's character. Think of how many basketball players you can name, Chris. No, you're right. Think of how many baseball players a basketball fan can name that watches three games a year. You're right. Nothing. I could name a lot, actually. Yes, you can name a lot because they do and a I great know a job lot about at marketing them. them. And yes, I know a lot about I, them. It's, it's crazy how good they are at it. It really is. If you look into it, what they did with Larry Bird in that era with, like, Magic Johnson and all those guys... Those guys had more personality, but Larry Bird was was different in that sense. He he didn't have that entertainment value. But yeah, I see they Larry Bird as the face of yeah basketball back in that day because of the way they marketed him, the way they market LeBron James. I mean, the guy the guy made hilarious commercials when he was coming up for Sprite and for the league, and and you know that that was a way to build his character. Sprite. Again, this is all Sprite comes back for me to Major League Baseball's handling of it, their continued suppressing of it. And why it's ultimately bad for the long run of baseball because you're taking away storyline, controversy, and that's what generates views, which is your main problem right now, right? That's the main thing that's the concern of baseball is that people aren't watching it the same way anymore. Yep. So let's create some story. CNN, these news outlets that that get millions of views and clicks, they're not publishing all great stories. Oh, because I promise you every time the Astros are on national television, everyone's watching. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching those. I want to see if someone's going to get hit. I want to see if there's a brawl now. 
You're right. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. They need, they need to get with the times, dude. That's what we want. We want, because there's, and you know why? It's because there's so much freaking content out there. We have so much that is in front of us Absolutely. that if it's not entertaining us, then we're not going to give it the time of day. And especially people that don't like baseball, who's that's who you're catering to with all these changes. But if you're not entertaining these new people, they're going to find something else that's entertaining them because it's so easy to. Yep. I agree. Drop I'm, your mic, Ryan. I love that shit, bro. I mean, that it, was hard. It just, it, it's, it's, that was hard. It's enough's enough now with major. It's and it's, it's all on Major League Baseball. That I was yes, real. Barry Bonds was was messed up for taking steroids, but Major League Baseball was even worse for allowing it to continue. Yep. Astros were terrible in this, but baseball knew about it. Of course they did. Yeah, of course everyone. They did. Did. Of course they did. We okay. said you said last week, Dave. Yeah. Teams it's, it's were pathetic. complaining about, uh, and it wasn't until Fire said something that they had to do something mm-hmm. about it. But they're not going to change. You know that. No, I know. And it's, it's they're a just going to continue to kill the sport. They're going to continue to do dumb shit like this postseason proposal. And it's not really what fans want more than anything is to know that what they're watching is on the up and up. And that's why they need to. Mm-hmm. This is what they need to do. They need to figure out how to get this out of the game and not be like, oh, I got a better idea. Let's. Let's sit six GMs in a room and have them pick their opponent for the postseason. Yeah, they're they're taking the steps to to do their part, but they're going to talk the about integrity. Yeah. That just makes them look. It just makes them look terrible. For what? Of like like the whole choosing your opponent and makes you look fucking dumb. I mean, integrity. Uh, I know you don't agree with it, Ryan, but I just I, I do want to move past this. No, of course. I mean, no, as no, a no. Yankee fan, as a Yankee I, I podcast, do. I want we have to because this season's going to be awesome. As a Yankee be. podcast, uh-huh. we have to, but we also don't really control that. If this is if the Astros continue to do things, if this story continues to grow, we are forced to talk about it because guess what? Just to Ryan's point, that's all people want to hear. As much Yankee fans as everyone listening is, this is what people want to hear. This is what people are emotional yeah, and I, about. And I understand that. And that goes to back to my point about I wish that MLB would just say, yeah. all right, nobody comments about it. We know it's out there. You can't take it back. Nobody comments. You say anything about it from here on out, you get fined. That's it. Because then now what we want to focus in on is the on-field product. Yep. Which they tried. They've told them not to talk about it anymore. So you. So if they do it again and now they find them, you would be okay with them <laughs> suspending and finding players. No, for he just talking wants about it to be it. put out there so that hopefully it stops. I mean, dude, if if I heard that as a player, if they actually say anything I'd along those lines, shit, man. I would again. But you know what? Effect, if, I'm talking about it even I'm, more. I'm telling you though, but just like the reason why Houston's in trouble because they were told to stop doing I'll something get in trouble, for and that. they continue to do it. If you're now told, Manfred said, that's enough. Let's, let's spring training, let's go. Let's they would strike, I think. I, I I think they would come together and they wouldn't play. Yeah, I don't know about that. The players' union would never allow. I could see that causing to be major, major on, problems. On discussing topics. Because guess what? Then you'd have to also put bans and fines on the media. Yeah. Who brought it up. You just could never. You it can't can, regulate and, it. But the only reason why you can't is because they Ask didn't me, punish the players right, that participated uh, in Rob it. Rob Manfred says, no more talking about the Houston Astros. Go ahead. Ask me a question about the Houston Astros. You're a reporter. I play for the, I play for the Yankees. Ask me a question. Did you know that the Astros are cheating in 2017? I'm not going to discuss that anymore. No, no it, it would be, I can't discuss that anymore. 
I can't. I will no longer discuss that. I because can't I discuss can't. it. Whatever, whatever the verbiage is. That's how hard was that? Next question. Go ahead. Ask me another question. It's not about difficulty. It's about discussion and talking about it. You know what I'm done talking about? This shit now. It's so ex- it's so mentally exhausting. It because to Christian's point, as much as we have to talk about it. Just don't want to. No, I don't want to either. Like, I honestly feel, you know how we feel when the Yankees get eliminated and we have our post-season mm-hmm. th- uh, therapy session where we just let it all out? That's how I feel right now. Yeah. But in a in a bad way. Like, normally after that, I feel exhausted and drained, but I feel better. I just feel worse because there's no resolve. No, there's no answers yet. There's no closure. I, I mean, wanna, they tried to, I, but it's not I do want to apologize to the fans that uh, we asked for comments on this. We're not going to read them. This show is incredibly long. And again, we want to thank everybody that stuck with this show. It's even longer than last week's show. But if the content's going to be there, we're just... Got to give it. That's where it's going to go. And Stack Guy Ride, you know, sometimes he sits there like a mute. And then today, he's yeah. just like, boom. I mean, he punches somebody in the face last week. Yeah, and now this week, new man. Now this week he wants to take over the show. I mean, I, I'm I just wanted. I just, I'm here for it. There's certain things that I. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, all right, good. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. It's just this is something I felt like I wanted to get out because I didn't know what I was thinking, and I just wanted hashtag to hashtag feel, yeah, feel your feelings. Feel your feelings, bro. That's all me. I'm fucking pat. I'm fucking copywriting that. All right. So I mean, I mean, my. God-given hope for next episode is that we're sitting here an hour before we watch the Wilder Fury fight talking about something that we saw happen on a baseball field and has nothing to do with anybody stealing Is that guy right? You're not going to be here next week? No, I'm on assignment next week. You want to get drunk? You want to get drunk? I mean, if I I get done with that uh, early enough, I'll come by over here. Come for the fight. Yeah, I'll see. I don't know how it shouldn't be too late, but it's kind of far away, so I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know. Christine guys throw punches, and then you sitting next yeah, to him. That might, that might be. That might be. Yeah, that PST. Uh, is there a favorite in that fight? Is it, Wilder, is it Wilder? Yeah, that was a great first fight. I'm rooting for Fury this yeah, time around. Me too. I mean, I, he, I was fought rooting for Wilder the first time, but I he's he insane, me. bro. He, he, he said that we'll wrap this up real quick, but. I, he said that he's, he's he's jerking it like nine times a day yeah, now to get his testosterone levels up. That's awesome. And then today I read something that uh, in order to strengthen his jaw muscles to be able to take a punch better, he's also uh, engaging in a sex act. Oh, okay. I thought that's where you were going, and you did. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. So good. They for, usually say to not con, do that. Condolingus. Uh, yeah, condolingus. Condolingus. Is, uh, is, is, yes. uh, I mean, good for him, bro. I mean, good good for Tyson Fury. I mean, anybody that's uh, okay. That's that's when we know we want. Hope you enjoyed the sound effects, folks. Uh, yeah. So if you stuck with us, we thank you uh, very, very much. Uh, two back-to-back really long shows, uh, but you guys are the best fans in the world, and we appreciate yeah. all the support from everybody. Uh, so hopefully you sat through everything we had to say these last two weeks. Hopefully next week uh, we'll be much more around, uh, closer to the usual hour mark. And uh, we'll have some, maybe have some fun with some spring training type stuff and not actually like, oh, did you hear what this fucking guy said this week? 
But uh, again, thank you for listening to episode 166 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. New merch coming out Monday. Uh, if you go to my Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST uh, and look at my pinned tweet, you can probably guess what it's going to be about. Yeah. Uh, and Chris will drop a promo code that we promised last week that we'll do this week uh, because if you're listening to the show, you definitely deserve a few Absolutely. bucks off after having to listen to us for like a combined four hours <laughs> in the last two weeks. People are just finishing the last episode. Hey, good for them. Uh, and then they'll have this to listen to. Uh, so I think that's it. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Pop, pop, stop, drive, run. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.